I've been on Instagram way too motherfucking long, man. It's melting my brain cells. It's melting my brain cells. Welcome back to another brand new episode of Nothing Important Podcast. My brain is full of Instagram real sounds. Saved audios. Trending audios that I save on my Instagram with the hopes of using them with some type of visual To get people on my page, because I'm trying to market through Instagram, and that's working so fucking wonderfully. I hate Instagram. I hate Instagram. The intention, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't got it already, is to get this podcast up and popping. It's going to require a lot of work. It's going to require a lot of effort. You know what I mean? I don't mind putting in none of that. What what, what bothers me is that I have to be on social media platforms because I feel the fucking gravity. I feel the weighted effect on my brain of being on these sites where you just fucking scroll and it's endless fucking content. It's like, you know what I mean? I hate it. I personally hate it. My personality does not vibe with being in the phone so much. Uh, My personality is also obsessive and compulsive. So I can't control myself. Um, Yeah, it's just not for me, man. I remember when I was a younger man, when I was like 19 to 21, 19 to 21 years old, I had given up a cell phone completely. I had a job. I had the means to have a cell phone and I chose not to have one because it was fucking up my brain. I could see back then at a fucking early age before people were like, back then when I was like 19, 20, was that like... 10 years ago, holy shit, I'm getting old. Um, like 10 years ago, phones was a serious thing, but now it's like obsessive. Like people literally develop humps on their neck, on the top of their spine from cranking their fucking skull down to stare at their cell phone for hours a day. That's what reality is now. You know, the future human being, you know how they have that evolutionary chart? Where it starts off as, I guess, like it's like a puddle full of fucking sperm that they call the primordial soup, right? That's the beginning. And then out of that comes a frog and a tadpole and then the first caveman. And then it goes, you know, Homo erectus, Homo sapien, all that shit, right? All that shit happens and it leads up to the modern man. We're going to start going back down. (laughs) We're going to go vertically down. Our spines are going to start fucking curving until we're the shape of a fucking question mark. Guess why? Because everybody's hunched over staring at their phone for nine hours a fucking day. And what do you think is going to happen? Adaptation is going to set in. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't need your legs in the future. Those are going to get short and skinny. You know what I mean? The pouches are just going to become endlessly bigger because we just keep on shoving all this GMO shit into our fucking mouths and swallowing. You know what I mean? Like an experienced veteran porn star just with everything. Fast food, processed food, chicken, free range chicken, cage free chicken. It's all the same shit. Just keep on eating all this bullshit so our stomach's going to get bigger and our spines are going to curve over, you know, into the position of a girl sucking a boyfriend's dick while they're driving on the highway. Just curve, curve over. You know what I mean? Addiction. That's where we're headed. And I, I want to do without it, man. That's the, in, in the ideal world, once I create the foundation for my life, 
that is, is a sustainable wheel. Hopefully, you know, sooner than later, I can get a team on this. I already have people in my, my brain as this shit starts to grow that I, I'm going to utilize to have some particular talents that I do not. I, I like doing the talkie. I like doing the talkie-talkie. The talkie-no-walkie. The walkie-talkie. No walkie. Me getting on the fucking phone and speaking. I can do that, obviously. Right? But... I don't have the tolerance to stay on Instagram for, for years. I'm going to do it however long is necessary, but this shit is, it's just, I don't like it. You know, going back to when I was like a younger man, when I was a younger fucking man, um, I gave it up. I gave it up back then, you know, and I spent, it was effectively three years without a cell phone. I think in between that I needed a cell phone. So I got like a flip phone. iPhones was out. People had fucking iPhones back then. Um, and uh, I was happier. My, my thought, my focus was just different. My, my thought patterns, I, I had broader thoughts that I would access, you know, more depth into the thought. If that makes sense, it's like just bigger thoughts. Not necessarily like bigger in terms of like, you know, measure it up. This one is more important than the other. Just more in depth thinking and an ability to just kind of like streamline that out of my brain into whatever form of expression that I, I wanted to, whatever medium, whether that be music, writing, or speaking. Just a, a, a more focused laser of consciousness and the cell phone is just this constant molding of the brain into just fragmented thinking. It fragments your day, man. It fragments your fucking day, just constantly getting stimulated and then, you know, arousal, 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 phone is away. Addiction calls. You hear a ding. You got to pick up the fucking phone. You don't got a phone in your pocket and you're in the kitchen. Where's my fucking phone? You're walking around with shorts on that don't even have fucking pockets and you feel a ring in your pocket because you're so conditioned to have that cell phone that you're having like phantom fucking feelings on your thigh that your cell phone is going off that you're getting a text message or a call. It's addiction. It's dependency, and I want to do away with it. I don't I don't enjoy it. I like who I am without it much better. And that's just me, folks. You know, I don't I'm not I'm not preaching here. I'm not telling you guys this is the way it is for everybody. I'm not telling you guys the way that the future should be or the way that humanity should exist. I'm talking about my fucking self. So if you took it personal, maybe secretly you feel how I fucking feel. Maybe subliminally that connected with you and you feel like you're a mindless mashed potato brain retard like myself and that the phone is too much and the internet is too much and all the online porn is too motherfucking much it is sober october for me i'm clearing up somewhat putting down the alcohol not tugging on my fucking tugboat not spitting out you know what i'm saying endless sheets of, of toilet paper you know what i mean i'm not doing any of that stuff and i feel it's somewhat clearer i know that it'll, that'll continue happening um, but man, the cell phone, man, that's, that's, that's what, that's what my heart itches to just fucking throw out the, the goddamn window. I might go back to a flip phone. I might go back to a flip phone and just do all this shit on a computer. I got a podcast studio right here, man. And where I fucking do my music, I got the mic and all that. I'll just do it on that. You know, might have to do it because this is getting exhausting. 
You know, now that I'm saying that, man, that actually sounds like a fucking brilliant idea. What You know, I'm such a fucking retard. I didn't think about that. Until I told you guys, that's what we're here for. This is like therapy. You are my therapist, but you don't fucking say anything. Because guess what? I'm not paying your fucking ass. I'm not going to pay you. So sit there and shut the fuck up. But as I ramble to myself, guess what? Epiphany. Light bulb. I get it. I'm going to do this shit on a computer. I'm going to stop engaging with this fucking phone. I'm going to give myself a break. How long should I go, ladies and gentlemen? Let's try a month. I'm in a sober October phase. Let's make November no phone November. That scares me. That, As I say that out loud, that, that scares me. I get a reaction of like, is that possible? And a personality like mine, when I have those emotions, it just makes me fucking double down. When I sense discomfort, when I sense pain... When I sense all these things, I ask myself, is that because something bad is going to happen? Or am I avoiding doing what's best for my motherfucking self? I don't think anything bad is going to happen if I put this fucking phone down. So what I'm going to do is put the fucking phone down. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel invigorated just talking about it. My pee-pee hard. Um, how's the day going for everybody? How's the week going for everybody? New, brand new clip. To add to the compilation, anybody that's on YouTube and you fucking making that master godly compilation, I haven't seen it yet. I'm assuming once the next president is elected, these will hit the motherfucking interwebs. Not the ones that are there already, but the God level highlight reels of Joe Biden displaying to America doesn't matter how old you are, ladies and gentlemen. There's no age discrimination in this country. More importantly, there is no mental incapacibility fucking uh, uh, prejudice. If you're retarded, if you have dementia, if your brain don't work like it used to, if it hasn't worked like it used to in the last fucking five to 10 years, you can still get elected as the president of the fucking United States. Don't be, no fear. Don't have no fear. No fear. My baby's screaming. She's trying to out scream me. Can't do it, baby. I'm the screamer in this house. Um, hey, yo. Um, I want to get a little bit of inspiration. I got this candle lit right in front of me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a live sage burning. I should be on Twitch right now. I think Twitch is for games. I should be on, a, this should be a Patreon, YouTube live video, Patreon exclusive content. Matt Reyes burns sage and casts a spell on all 30 of his listeners. I need to grow my fucking listeners. Here we go. Look at this. Burning sage. On a white candle, white candles, positive energy, sage, energy clearer, cleanser. We're going to clear out all the negative. We're going to let the positive come in. You know what I'm saying? This is how we motherfucking do it, man. I'm going to teach you how to Puerto Rican do live voodoo. You know what I'm saying? No. Um, just lighting some sage uh, because I, I'm not smoking weed. And this gives me a little buzzy buzz, you know? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you know a movie I was watching last night? I don't know if anybody's ever seen this movie. This is the first time I saw the movie. If you don't believe in, in, in self-magnetism, that your thoughts are a physical entity that leaves your cranium, your skull, and goes out to the universe and attracts to you what you think, guess what? I got some evidence for you, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, I was watching a movie that's a great movie that I've never seen before. And if you listen to me every day, you're a crazy motherfucking person, but you might remember that I was asking for that. In a previous episode, I was saying, man, if anybody has any recommendations for a movie, preferably a movie that's older, that is great, that's a classic, 
that is something that will engage you that I've never seen before. And I, I watched a movie that hit all those fucking those bullet points. It's called Requiem for a Dream, starring a young Jared Leto, even though I don't know if that nigga is sucking baby blood or what the fuck he's doing. They, they're putting, you know, back collagen in his fucking face. Like he's getting some type of injections where he looks like he's 14 years old and the guy is 50. But it was a young Jared Leto when he it was appropriate for him to look that goddamn young. Um, young Marlon Wayans, you know? And I forgot the bitch's name. Um, she's a tight, bad, white bitch, you know? Um, I forgot her name, man. She's very famous, but she 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 a little cute for a white girl. Um, she was in this other movie I watched called The Labyrinth, which is an acid trip that I would not recommend on anybody who wants to stay sane. Um, but yeah, this movie, Requiem for a Dream, crazy psychological thriller, man. Crazy, very artistic, very avant-garde, very, you know what I mean? Like non-typical film. And that's what I was looking for. And I got it. I got it. I got it. Manifestation. Um, that's what I was looking for, baby. Burn a little bit more sage because I'm not feeling it. I am not trying to get high off sage. I just am trying to get high off sage. Um, is anybody else doing sober October? Is it just, is it just me? It's insane because to to commit to not putting any substance in your body to do like a real dopamine fast to to recalibrate all the chemicals or the things that shoot out chemicals in your brain. By not stimulating yourself with the things that you stimulate yourself with typically, sex, alcohol, you know, anything that you use to like fucking get you, get you that buzz. Different things for different, different folks, different strokes for different folks, right? Crazy concept. And you, you, there's not a lot of faith in the, um, in the pitch of that. You know, when you, when you pitch that self, some, that concept to yourself, like going sober for a month, two months, three months, four months. When you tell yourself, I'm just going to stay away from substance for a while, you, you can get into a, a mindset very quickly of like self-doubt. Like, man, why does that even benefit? I'll tell you, man, it fucking benefits 2,000%. It's a polar opposite person that I'm experiencing. You know what I mean? When I, I'm just talking about like general brain fog, um, dealing with emotions. I would say in periods of my life where I was drinking, because it's not the first time I've done this. I've done this for way longer. Done this for way longer. Um, but this is, you know, it's just a cleanse I'm doing right now. But in previous parts of my life, when I, I think about periods of where I didn't stop drinking for like four or five months, just kept drinking, smoking weed, doing, you know, the typical shit, eating bullshit. In those periods of times, I think about my mentality versus periods of times where I take a break and it's a different person, you know, the clarity of thought, the ability to access memories, the ability to apply focus. Most important, oh, excuse me, I got a little hiccup there. Most importantly, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Oh God. Um, most importantly, it's like my processing of emotions, I would say that is improved like i have a different strength and ability to just have a meta awareness of that i am in an altered state of mind because of some external stimulus what am i fucking talking about a lot of big words i'll break it down for you you know what i mean 
when I'm drinking, life can be going very well. I can have no external problems. I got the money. Check mark. House is clean. Check mark. Family affairs are in order. Check mark. Me and my girl not fighting. Check mark. You know what I'm saying? That's never been the case. But um, <laughs> what the, the point I'm trying to say is that that could happen. And then any little thing that happens, I have a larger emotional reaction compared to if I'm sober and everything's falling to fucking hell. When I'm sober... And everything in periods of my life where everything is fucking falling to fucking Satan's foot. Falling to the devil's asshole. Just the depths. Everything going wrong. You know what I mean? In periods of my life where that's happened, the sobriety has carried me past getting consumed with the emotional reaction of anger or angst or anxiety or fear. It's not to say I don't have these same emotions. Stopping alcohol, stopping marijuana, stopping any type of stimulant or depressant, that's not going to stop you from feeling. That's not what that does. What it does is it allows your your your, your body and your nervous system and your brain to rec- recalibrate. And so you can deal with things in a more tolerant manner. So if I do have anxiety, I can quell it easily. If I do have fear, I can think positively and that outweigh whatever negative connotation I'm putting on it in a certain moment. When I do have anxiety, I can forecast positivity and that kills the anxiety. You know what I mean? I have the wherewithal to have a solution-based mind versus a meditating on the problem-based mind. And um, I've noticed that. And it's not to say that I'm going to fucking take alcohol to my life forever. Um, but I'm going to make big changes in my life, man. And I, I, I wish to do so just not, you know, I, I think there's, there's two ways to do things. There's the like rigid, um, forceful way to implement change in one's life. And that kind of revolves around a mindset of, I have a goal and I have to work toward that goal. And I appreciate that. But I think in terms of like lifelong change, when I'm thinking in terms of longevity, the marathon that is life, I don't know that force works. I think an approach more so of doing what is, realizing what is mostly favorable. So it's more like a, a mindset rather than force, realization. You know, coming to the epiphany that it's not that I need to stop drinking to feel better, it's that I realize I feel better when I'm not drinking. Bingo! Um, You guys understand what the fuck I'm talking about. There's no need for me to scream. There's no need for that. But it's true, man. And then when you come to the realization, there's no force. Because then you're just doing what makes you feel good. And if what makes you feel good is not giving into the temptation, whatever that may be. Like I notice with my body, everybody's body is different. You hear people talk about like they do fucking keto diet. They do intermittent fasting. They do pure vegan. They do this, that, and the third. I've done many diets in my lifetime and stuck with them to the point where I can have like an honest opinion about how it affects my particular, you know, genetic makeup. And what I realized to keep myself energized, to keep myself happy in a place of balance and homeostasis physically and mentally 
and emotionally. When I cut out meats out of my diet, I feel good. I'll have fish, I'll have shrimp, but I feel good. I lose weight. You know what I mean? My skin looks great. I feel great when I cut out like beef and pork and chicken. And I'm only eating vegetables, some carbohydrates and um, fruits and fish and things like that. I feel fucking fantastic. That's just me. Everybody's body is different. It's very foolish to think that in the same way somebody could have a set of allergies or things that their stomach is sensitive to, I believe to that same level, the things that positively affect you are, are very individual. And for myself, I've noticed that. That's what makes me feel good. I tried the no carb shit and I feel like shit. And I did it for an extended period of time and all I felt was sleepy. I got headaches. I never get headaches in my life. I felt low energy. So I was like, oh, my body likes carbs. My body doesn't mind pastas. When my body negatively affects to where I see swelling in my face or my joints hurt or I feel fatigue or I feel depression even or lack of emotional control is when I'm putting meat in my body. And that's just me. You know, so two things there, you know, first of which is if you do want to make a big change in your life, don't allow the catalyst to be force. If you're thinking in terms of longevity, think in terms of what is going to make you feel good. And that'll take time. That took my entire 20s to study. And when I say study, it just really means like fucking torture myself with substance. <laughs> like just fucking eat all the shit I want until I feel horribly depressed. Smoke pounds and pounds of marijuana. Drink every fucking day until I smack my head up on the ground enough where I, I came to the realization I don't feel good when I'm doing this. I feel good when I'm doing this. And when I came to those realizations and it's like, it makes it much easier because it's, it's a, a realization-based change. If you're thinking in terms of longevity, educate your body, educate your mind on what makes you feel good, and then make the decision to change into doing the things that make you feel good, not abstaining the things that hurt you. Very simple. You know what I mean? Second thing is your body's individual. So it's going to be different, you know? I think people, most people fall into the trap of making big changes in their diet or decisions with their lives based off of what is a consensus at that time. If you just look at history, the, the trends and the, the fads, they change every fucking two weeks nowadays. But throughout history, they've changed every year, every decade of what is considered the consensus medical um, opinion of what, you, what your diet should be or how much you should be consuming. All these things, they vary. So understand the truth is that everybody's different. Every, everyone's body is different. Find out what you are required. You know what I mean? We're not all the same car. There's some cars that they require, you know, that motherfucking super expensive gas. You know what I mean? Some of them, you, you could put fucking olive oil in the bitch and it'll run. That's what I'm saying. It's like not everybody's the same. I'm speaking on myself. Little bit of advice as well. Anybody who is listening, my baby is screaming in the back. Oh, no. Oh, no, baby. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Just some thoughts, man. And, you know, with anything, too, I'm on the Sober October shit. I'm just going to ramp up. Um, people are different, as I just explained. The way that I really get into my obsessions or get into the, the ways that I challenge myself uh, in terms of personal growth. 
is I like a slow ramp up. I like a slow ramp up. I start off real slow. It's just the way that I am. And I relish the, the, you know, there's two ways to do things in life. When something's painful, you can rip the bandaid off or you can pull it off slowly. I'm a slow pull guy because I appreciate what is learned through the pain of taking things off incrementally. And that struggle, for whatever reason, call me a sadistic bastard. That's just who I am as an individual. So I'm, I'm slowly ramping up into positioning myself where I can um, really challenge myself in this lifetime and uh, gear toward fighting to be the man that I know that I could be one day. And so the Sober October thing, is it's, it's a small, minute step, but I'm slowly gearing into this. It's just going to be more things that I remove from my diet, more things that I remove from my life until I truly feel that I have my potential streamlined consciousness, the potential equilibrium that I've experienced previously. I've been in that place before. It's just going back, you know? Um, a lot of shit I just said, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the Nothing Important Podcast. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes it's motivational. Sometimes I think I'm a motherfucking therapist and I'm giving you guys motherfucking advice. And who am I? Who am I? I'm the host of this podcast, Nothing Important Podcast. If you've been a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, bro. Or miss. Toots. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Continue listening. Go on to my YouTube page. Go on to the Instagram. There's reels. There's posts. There's videos. Continue showing me love. Until next time.